0: Welcome to Hoodwave Dispute Radio, and you're listening to WFNU LP 94.1, Frogtown Community Radio in St. Paul, Minnesota. Welcome to Hoodwave Dispute Radio, and you're listening to WFNU LP 94.1 Frogtown Community Radio in St. Paul. And I am here with uh, Connor and Scott. What's up, buddy? Hey, how you doing? Connor. How are you? I'm doing good.
1: <laughs> Thanks for, uh, I guess this is we're going to do this once a month, right, bud?
0: Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly it.
1: Very exciting. All right. I didn't mean to interrupt. Go ahead.
0: Oh, that's fine. Uh, one of the reasons why I'm doing this is because, well, obviously, for obvious reasons, for people with disabilities, and uh, basically helping with the community. That's one of one of many.
1: Well, at plus you haven't. I heard. I don't know. if This is true. Haven't you always wanted to have your own radio show?
0: Yes, I have. That's what. Oh, have my own radio station. <laughs> Congratulations. I have own radio station,
1: yeah. Awesome. Well, what uh do you want to maybe you know so Connor and I sort of know each other and we've done this once or twice before and you were awesome and came on it. Do you want to maybe just tell us all about yourself and then Connor will tell a little bit about himself and no one really cares about me? So then we'll just chat.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah. So well basically, well when I was younger, well obviously I was born in St. Paul. I was raised in Forest Lake for about 17 years, okay. and I have obviously attended special ed, special so education, and uh, I've learned so, a lot of my fundamentals of self-advocacy in a very young age, because my parents, you know, basically taught me to, you know, stand up for myself, and uh, we also had some teachers, that, you know, have actually uh, encouraged it.
1: So did you go to Forest Lake High School? Is that where you went, or?
0: Yeah, yeah, I went to yeah, I went to Forest Lake High School for for a while. Okay.
1: And then what did you go to special programs from there? Because and then Connor can he can tell you too because Connor went to Highland and then some special programs. Is that is that where your path was?
0: Well, oh, uh, well, that's interesting. Well.
2: Good because if it's not. Well,
0: uh, this is yeah so. When I was actually in high school, I actually left. Well, I left my parents' house, you know, for you know, obvious reasons, and then I went to a group home. Okay. For about 4 years, and I went to a transition program.
1: So how old were you when you left?
0: 17 and a half. I was just about to turn 18 when I left.
1: Very interesting. Okay. And listen, you can I mean tell us anything you want or if you don't want it to, if you're not comfortable, you certainly don't have to. <laughs>
0: You know, uh, yeah, well, this is exactly what I want to do. And yeah. I want to be able to basically tell people, you know, basic about myself and, you know, it'd be very interesting people to actually know that there's somebody here that wants to give to the community. I mean, like, this is the one way I know how to
1: do it. You and Connor have that in common, definitely. So this is going to be a blast. All right, sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. So you're 17 and a half and you're moved out.
0: I moved out. and was in a group from about four, about Three and a half years, I had an incident, and I had to go into a nursing home for rehab because, you know...
1: You smiled when you said you had an incident. Do you want to tell us or, or no?
0: Yeah, yeah, I could tell you. All right. Well, I tell you, when I was in this group home, I felt I felt like the group home was controlling, so I unfortunately, I took upon myself to make get my point across, so I went up, up the roof and jumped off the roof, and obviously point was not as very, very good. And so, you anyway, put- so yeah. I broke my back and oh, no. got my heel and then I actually was in rehab and I had run into this lady. She ended up being one of my friends. She was uh, one of the, she was actually at the nursing home uh, for some type of cancer. I don't remember what it was, but this was over 20 years ago. And so I remember one you know this is one winter, I think it was like ninety six I believe it was ninety six because I was just about to get out and i was and I went out there she was, actually this lady wanted to go to a pickup truck and i had, was actually in a wheelchair for for a little bit, and I went out there you know to go to a truck, and I got stuck in the snow, <laughs> and I couldn't move, so this lady has this uh as a scooter, you know, it's one of those electric scooters. So Mm -hmm. I stuck, and I grabbed on, I started to go, I flew out of the wheelchair, landed on my stomach. Yeah, I landed on my stomach, I was in a full body calf with a, you know, obviously a leg calf, and these nurses were chasing me down the parking lot, screaming, and one of the nurses said, it's not funny, I'm not hurt. Well, I don't care. And so, yeah, so that was one of the things about this is that the main reasons that when I was in here, this lady really made a difference. I had met a few others. and
1: this, that, this, So let me see if I got this straight. So this lady that you met kind of got you on the right path is what you're saying. Yes. Wow. And so uh, you and are going to be out here giving advice to not just people with disabilities, but people in general about... Not letting people get you down and tell you you can't do things and stuff like that. That's what this is all about.
0: And for for anyone who is listening to this podcast, don't do anything dumb. It like, was pretty dumb.
1: Isn't that dumb?
0: I'm just saying that. No, I'm just saying that I don't want somebody to think, oh, I can jump off a roof and I'll be fine. So I'm just basically, if anyone's getting the idea, don't do it because it's painful. You've never done that? It's people and it's it, so oh, I don't want anybody to if I I don't want, I don't really want to repeat it
1: no. Connor, what do you think of that story
3: uh yeah, I think it's funny,
1: yeah, that's well, thank god you you survived, so that so all right, so now this lady gave you some advice, so you get out of the hospital and then, and then so how do you turn the corner?
0: I ran into some I was actually uh i get. I was always was in uh, uh, adult foster care, so are the you know people let you in your home and they you know let you. So I was in there for a while, and uh, actually that did help. And then, then after a while, I actually got into another group home. Which the group home, I, the second one I was in, actually with that you know I could go where I wanted to. I didn't get, I didn't have to get my parents' permission. Mm-hmm. So I. You know, at the time, I was dating someone, so I could up and leave. Uh, basically, I had to tell them where I was going, obviously, but I didn't have to go and pick up the phone and ask for permission to go anywhere. That was, that was pretty. That was nice.
1: Wow. And, kind of on the, on the right path, huh?
0: Yeah. And then, uh, actually, the person who was running it, his name is John. That was his name, is his name. But he helped me to get out, so he says, "You know, I don't think you need to be here. I think you with my help, you can get out so uh, for about six months to a year i he helped me to get out, and then it was year two thousand I actually found my own found my own place I had a roommate for a while, and so so I've actually been on my own for twenty years now
1: Wow, and did your roommate is he someone with uh, dealing with disabilities or yeah,
0: yeah i it's pretty hard to explain. there's yeah, it, there were some people with some, with some disabilities, actually it's a it's a outfit, and uh it's actually in the Twin Cities. It's in St. Paul, and yeah. there's this lady she brings out to people with disabilities. Oh. And I'm not sure exactly exactly what but she takes people in, especially when people with mental illness. so basically what this lady does, she gives people a home, you know a place to live. No, if they're not working out. Obviously didn't want people to be, you know, living in there, you know, an institution. So
1: there's some pretty good people out there, huh?
0: Yeah. And took me in and that was that was that was my turning point. And then and obviously two years ago I I got married. Wow. So I gotta tell you about that too. It was two thousand fifteen. I went to a self advocacy conference and that's where I met my uh, wife. And uh
1: so what can explain a little bit about that conference i that might have.
0: it's a... asie conference it happens every two years, and so there was one in two thousand nineteen so there should be one next year this you know did you
1: go there to pick up girls or did you go there to actually yeah, learn something?
0: <laughs> no I actually got you know, I went there because I was trying to do is I was trying to start a a website and trying to I was trying to do something to get People, but unfortunately, it didn't go over. But that's what I've been doing for the last five years, trying to establish something. So I
1: finally
0: got, yeah. So and, I finally got this going.
1: And then you met your, you met, you got a girlfriend out of it too.
0: Yes, I did. She was the best thing that's ever happened to me, actually.
1: Oh, that's very nice. So you've been and, married for years.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were married in uh, June of two thousand eighteen. Two thousand eighteen. So yeah, we've been married for a little over two years now.
1: Um, do you ever talk to, you know, a couple of those people that you mentioned that, uh, helped you along the way, do you still talk to them or that you still in touch? Not really. Okay. That's okay. That's fine. And then you, you work, I think, right?
0: Uh, no, I don't. I worked for a job.
1: <laughs> you, but you did work or something before. Did, did I have that right? When you called our show, I think you said you had lost your job because of the pandemic or I might've had
3: that wrong.
0: Oh, no, I was looking for a job. I was just about to get a job. I was in the process of getting one, and I was, you know, getting into interview. But in the pandemic hit. That just right. that froze over.
1: That's great. So, um, all right. So, Connor, you want to ask him any questions?
3: No, I think he's a smart guy.
1: He's had a he's had a pretty incredible. How so? How old are you, if you don't mind? I'll
0: say. I am 44 now.
1: You're 44. I, so you just, look
0: pretty, I just turned 44.
1: Yeah, you look pretty good. Right. Um, so you've had you've you've had a lot of stuff go on in your in your life, but you've got an incredibly positive attitude. So what I'm gonna ask you some other questions later too if you don't mind just like some personal stuff fun stuff not but what so you put this all together you got a, you got a website what are you hoping that you and Connor can do with this show and maybe some of the topics you two want to talk about
0: well it's basic disability yeah basic uh, disability stuff I mean okay. All courses stuff, and, and now one of my goals. Actually, I'll just tell you. One of my goals is to start a fundraiser for the uh, you now for this you know thing that happened with the uh, you know, day programs.
1: So well, I- talk about that because when you first called our show, that was a subject that you two uh, that you kind of brought up with the funding and the non funding, and um, you know you two know a lot more about it. Maybe you two should you know just for all the fans out there that are listening, because a lot of people are going to listen. Connor's uh pretty popular and I think you're gonna be very popular as soon as this gets out there. Maybe you two can chat a little bit of some of the stuff that you had going on and some of the stuff you missed out on. And Connor, maybe you can tell him some of the groups that you go to and how this kinda Katie and I will just listen.
3: Well, um speaking of groups, I went to uh I go to Highland Friendship Club. And I go to uh I go to
1: a Have you heard of Highland Friendship Club, Daniel?
3: Yes, I have.
1: Well, you have. Okay.
3: All right. It's for people with disabilities. Started out Connor two didn't... people, and now it's grown to hundred two hundred fifty members. Wow. Wow.
1: And then have you heard of Accord, Daniel? No, oh, I have not. Tell them about Accord, Connor.
3: Accord changed into, from Ally to Accord. They do some jobs there. Document imaging it's a really fun job for me to do interact with people
1: and those are all and so maybe what are what were some of the groups that you, you attend any any clubs anymore daniel or are you just in general looking for you know making sure there's funding for everyone with disabilities
0: oh actually that's exactly what i want to do i want to try to start a general funding to being able to start. New programs, even though that maybe some of the centers might be going out of business, to right. being able to raise money, to being able to start new ones. I mean, I know it sounds painful, but something needs to be done. It, it might be a slow process, but I'm not going to sit around and not and not do something.
1: Yeah. Well, Connor and I talk. Connor, we talk about it all the time. And what was it? What did the funding was it? Thirty million, Connor.
3: Yes, yeah, thirty million
1: that that they we think the governor signed that but you know that's just a start as we talk as you talk about we need we need more money
3: hey daniel did he sign it
0: i have no idea i really i have no idea if he signed it or not
3: you
1: like politics
0: no no Yeah. (laughs) no i mean i'll talk about it because it's you know it's a it's a headache but if i have to you know being able to get into politics i will but that's the but that's the reason why i'm looking for a team that's obvious with hope with i'm looking for a team i'm looking for a facilitator that will be able to basically basically get uh, keep me going because the more questions that people ask me the better i would do is just yeah so i kind of looking for someone like you that will be able to you know just Get so I'm looking something somebody else that will do the same job that you do with Connor.
1: Yeah, oh, we're, we're all for this. Every month, I mean, this is just the first kind of get to know. But I mean, if you two, if you and Connor can't get something done with for people with disabilities, then I, I think there's no hope because the more and more you do, and the more and more people in the government that listen to this, and just people in general, I mean. Well, you know, we're going to have some fun too and find out some fun stuff, but I think this is so important what you two are doing. I mean, Connor's dream was to have his own radio show. Your dream was the same. I don't know how many people with disabilities have their own shows out there right now. Maybe you, maybe you know. Not well, many, right?
0: Uh, well, actually, my dream is actually have an online 24-hour right. Yeah, It's running. It's um, Showcast. I don't know if you heard of Showcast. It's a uh, uh, it's an internet where it's a, actually it's a it's they have your own station it's a it's instead of going up and getting airways and having to get uh you know licenses and stuff like that the internet's one way to being able to have that access to being of having that music and being able to have your own station without having to go through the hoops of trying to get a, get a license and getting permits and
1: well i mean that. Connor and I will volunteer. We'll do the one a.m. to five a.m. shift if you want, right, Connor?
3: Yeah, we'll do that.
1: Yeah, we can do that. Well, Daniel, why can't you? I mean, why can't you just do it? You can do that. I bet you can do that.
0: Uh, well, I can definitely do that, but I, it's going to it's going to cost it's going to cost a little bit.
1: All right, well, we'll work on that. That's awesome. Yeah. So, you, uh, all right, let's ask you know what, let, Connor, let's ask him some fun questions. If they're too personal, I mean, do you like sports?
0: depending on sports. I'm not good. I don't like, you know, the main reasons why I don't like football or baseball because with my vision, I can't track it. And so when I used to go and watch it, I would not know where the ball is. It just got to the point where, (laughs) so I, I figured out later the reason why I didn't like it. That was the main reason why, because, you know, it. you would, you would sit there and you would try to find the people because with my vision and trying to get, trying to find who's out in the field,
1: all right, Well, so maybe, in, uh, maybe, what is your disability? I guess. Do you mind telling us, just so we—I I didn't know that you know you had a vision issue. I thought maybe you're just getting not
0: a vision issue. I think it's neurological. I believe focus. Uh, yeah, I, I don't really know. I don't even have a diagnosis. I mean, I have one. I'm um, DD definitely delayed. Okay. But really, they really can't find anything because I know for a fact. I I actually remember being four years old and being in the hospital, being tested, actually. Not very many people at four years old remember the tests. I remember the test. I remember the cap scan. I also knew, I remember the nurse. I actually was, I know when I was a kid, there was actually, I believe it was uh, Gillette Hospital, I believe. It was a long time ago. It was years. But the whole thing is, is yeah. So I played pinball. Uh, pinball, you know those pinball machines? Oh, yeah. I love pinball.
1: So you, you know love, I mean? so you like so sport's not really your thing.
0: No, well, I shouldn't say that I do like taekwondo. I like martial arts. I don't mind hockey.
1: How about WWE?
0: Tell you the truth, I really didn't get interested. Really, I didn't get interested until my wife. She is a die-hard wrestling fan.
1: <laughs> she's a good lady. She's yeah. a wrestler.
0: She yeah, she's yeah, she's really yeah, she loves wrestling. But that's, uh, that's probably about it. She's not really big on a lot of sports, but when it comes to wrestling, yeah, she's...
1: She's got the best. Connor, who's your favorite wrestler? Tell him. Oh, Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns. He's a bad guy now. Why, Why is he, he a bad, bad guy? guy? He's back, and now he's a bad guy. We're going to have to find out your... Wa- What's your wife's name? Oh, Leah. Leah?
0: Yeah.
1: Okay, we're, next show, you need to find out who Leah's favorite wrestler is.
3: We'll definitely do that.
1: He's probably who watching.
3: did Who did Roman spear last night?
1: Roman Reigns won the title, and he speared. Well, actually, the ring broke. Huh. Wyatt and uh, I know it sounds weird, but Bray Wyatt and um, and uh, Braun Strowman were wrestling. The ring broke, and then Roman Reigns came in and just pinned one of the guys and won the title. I'm what sure title? So. Okay, so sports. You sort of like you like hockey.
0: I like hockey. Well, going back to wrestling, I actually, it's Hulk Hogan is oh, the yeah. one that actually, that's the one I remember also, what was it? Andre the Giant. I do remember him. Big guy. A big guy. I don't remember all that much. That's okay. But those are two I actually remember. I don't know why, but obviously, well, Hulk Hogan with his, you know, <laughs>
2: I'm going to give you some in your
0: face, like, He's a, he's the guy that likes to get in your face. Now. <laughs> I think that's the reason main reasons why, you know, reason I got, he caught my attention because it's,
1: you know, I've been watching it forever. So I'm sure you're happily married, but I'm going to give you a little marriage advice. Connor, you listen too, because part of this show too, Daniels, we got to, we got to find that special lady for Connor, but we'll get to that in a second. But here's some marriage advice. So your wife likes wrestling so it's not too late to start watching wrestling with her. So on Mondays and Fridays, you sit down and watch wrestling. And then what do you like to watch on TV? I
0: really like watching TV, really. Really? I'm not a TV fan. Music? I love music.
1: So what kind of music? The Connor knows everything. What kind of music do you like?
0: I like industrial, uh, electronic uh, music.
1: Oh. Uh, okay.
0: I don't know. There's a, there is a band that's called Depeche Mode. No, I've
2: heard
1: of them. They,
0: they've been around for a long time. They're they're a band that was originated in Europe.
1: Connor, have you heard about them? Uh, I've
3: heard of Depeche Mode.
1: You have? Connor's a music expert, but tell them who you like, Connor.
3: The boss.
1: Bruce Springsteen. <whistles> oh, the Leprechaun does too, by the way, Daniel. So my point is, so you watch wrestling twice a week with your wife, and then in exchange, then she needs to, I guess, sit and listen to Depeche Mode Give them the lights get some candles lit and um, do that twice a week with her so it's good it's good marriage advice oh
0: well, about the depression mode i actually so listen you're going to ignore a lot her. i okay. drink from nuts
1: excuse me she doesn't
0: mind, she doesn't mind the music but i listen to it a lot
1: Wait, what was the drink from nuts thing you just said huh did you what did you, did you say you drink from nuts no oh i thought i thought, I thought. <laughs> I thought, okay, I'm old.
3: No. I
1: <laughs> what? Yeah, I don't know. I thought, I swear I thought you said that. Like, like you made drinks out of nuts or something. I don't know. It's kind of weird, I know. Speaking of that, or not speaking of that, what kind of food? Favorite food? Ah, pizza. Oh, Connor?
3: Pizza, too.
1: And Connor works at a pizza place.
0: Also like I also like Asian. I like a lot of the Asian foods.
1: Oh you do? Okay. A few pot stickers here and there.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, did you ever go to the state fair? I
0: have a few. I have have a few times. Ah, that's the one thing that ah, I wish that it was going now. It's
1: yeah so how let's talk about that how the pandemic how is that just what has that done for, to you the last several months
0: it's a drain uh it's a drain on relationships it's been uh basically oh for anyone else is listening i tell you
2: everyone's listening
0: yeah, well yeah so when uh so uh, if you're in a relationship married or not it is stress
1: because you can't get away from her
0: yeah, and um she wants me out of the house.
2: Yeah. You know,
0: so there's a lot of people that you know, if they are if they're in a relationship they understand this, especially if they are not working and they're
3: trying to find a job.
0: It's
1: stressful. It is, yeah. And Connor Connor's getting sick of his brothers, I know.
3: Yeah, and now that both my brothers are at school.
1: Yeah, tell us are you happy about that?
3: Yeah, I'm, I'm thrilled.
1: <laughs> He's thrilled yeah I, it's tough because everyone's been stuck together so what what were the, some of the things uh you guys have you know outside of being stuck in your house? what are some of the things you used to do outside of your house? maybe Daniel, you go first, and I know some of' connors he'll go that that you just haven't been able to do because of the pandemic
0: Look, one of the most important things that I used to do obviously is family going to the going to my brother's house, you know yeah. And uh going to my parents and uh, just having a family that 's been pretty well 've always pretty well cut off i We just saw each other maybe a couple of times with you know probably within the last month, but it hasn 't been yeah uh, it 's been tough since to, you know seeing family and 'm also going to the mall uh, you know, obviously obviously the Well, obviously the state fair, that was the one thing that we like to do. It's go around and take the whole day. I only could probably only do about four hours because the heat can really, you know, dry me out.
1: (laughs) Well, so what favorite food out there?
0: Oh, my favorite food? The fair. Oh, mine is mini donuts, cheese curds. Those are probably one of my most, two of my favorite.
1: No, no, I'm right there with you. Connor, what's some of the stuff that? So, I guess before I get to Connor, are you are you nervous about the pandemic? Are you nervous you're going to get sick? Uh, how? What's kind of your take on it?
0: I no, actually, I'm not worried about getting sick. I am worried about not being able to do stuff I and mean, just sitting at home, waiting for waiting for people to make up their mind. What you know, just this with the disease itself. You know, with the pandemic itself. Just waiting for people to say. If we can
3: start doing stuff. It's
1: yeah, I'm, I'm right with you, Connor. You're I
3: am not afraid of getting sick off. I'm just worried no, about not doing stuff too.
1: Tell Daniel some of the stuff you've been missing out on. Although you've been getting out a little bit more lately, right?
3: Like going to going to see friends. Yeah, I am missing friends.
1: Yeah, Connor is a man of the of the people.
3: I miss, uh, miss going to Twins games.
1: Yeah, me too. Not so much you, Daniel. Well,
3: I
0: actually, I think mean, that my wife and I talked about it. If we were able to, I, I actually have never been at the, to a Twin stadium. So really? No, no, I have not, not since it was built.
1: All right, well, we're going to have to, we're going to have to take a, well, once we can, we're going to have to take a group, uh, a group trip to uh, the Twins game, right, Connor? Yep. Yeah, I would just like
0: to do it once, you know, just to see what it's like. Cause obviously, you know, yeah. because it's going to be outside, open, so it it will be, it will be interesting. I would like. I would just like to do it because my even not my wife, you know, she's like, eh, we like to go, you know, yeah. just well, once. There's nothing,
1: listen, there's nothing wrong with sitting outside, you know, on a beautiful night. Maybe ha- I don't know if you do this or not. Maybe having a brisky, a hot dog, some pizza, maybe instead. Brewski, then you kind of nodded. Yeah,
0: Maybe. I, I like beer. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, you're 44. It's not like it's. it's... Yeah. You do have a brewski.
0: Yeah. I have once in a while. You know, yeah. that's the one thing about taking responsibility. That's one thing about my wife. She knows I'm pretty responsible when it comes to it. Yeah. You know, over drinking and things like that.
1: That's awesome. Connor, you know, he's the same way once in a while. N- nothing big. He just does it once in a while. What's your favorite brewski,
3: Connor? Uh, all. Of them. I like all of them.
1: He likes everything, but he does it the same way. He might have one and then just for the taste, nothing, nothing fancy. Um, awesome. So, do you have any questions that you want to know about Connor's show, how he does things? Because you know, I think I think your shows, this show is going to be great once a month. Any questions on how Connor got into it, or do you have any? We have done, you know, I've asked you a ton of questions. Do you have anything?
0: Well, basically, how did you start, Connor?
3: I started um, with you, Katie, with uh, Dusty, uh, connecting me with Katie.
1: Tell Daniel who Dusty is.
3: Dusty Thune from Highland Friendship Club.
1: Hmm. And then he connected you with Katie, and and then what
3: happened? And then we started to do a recording show, and then it went on from there.
1: It's almost the year anniversary. Isn't that crazy? Would you wear a Connor's Corner t shirt?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I would be wonderful. You know, I will have to go and uh, I'll have to if my pennies and get one.
1: <laughs> no, 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 no. You, dude, are <laughs> the family now. You and your wife are going to get a t shirt. Yeah, cool. Yeah, no. You think he'd make it? He'd, you guys are, you can do a show together now. You don't have to pay for one. He makes me pay, but I mean, other you, you two are buddies. You two are... I'm just the guy that sits by you guys now, which is good. So I don't know how much, how long this show is supposed to be, but is there any... What are you looking... So this is show one of... How many, Connor, how many shows have we done?
3: Oh, like...
1: you would know this, I bet? 450. 450. Yeah, we've done somewhere around 400... Oh, 42, 42, 42 excuse pretty me. Pretty close. So... This is your first show, Daniel. We, so when you get to show forty-two, in a perfect world, what do you see? Like, in each show gets better, and each show gets easier, and you will know, plan things. It's going to get a lot easier. But although you've done awesome, uh, what do you see down the road for your show, you and Connor's show?
0: Reach as many people as I can. To change lives—that's exactly what I want to do.
1: I would. I would tell you that as long as people are listening to you two, it's going to change lives. There's there's nothing bad about you two guys talking together, that's for sure.
3: No, it isn't. No, there's not.
1: I, I mean, both of you should be really proud that you have this voice and you two found each other, and it's just it's just going to be
0: awesome. Welcome to Hoodwave Dispute Radio, and you're listening to WFNU LP 94.1 Frogtown Community Radio
1: in St. Paul, Minnesota. Let's just say you get your, your radio... Network together and let's just just think crazy thoughts right now. You're a millionaire in a house in Beverly Hills, whatever that is What would be like the ultimate thing you can think of for this show or network or let I me mean, take it on the road? What just some crazy idea you've had you've had to sit around and think gosh, I wish I could do this well,
0: one of my things is actually traveling, it's, you know, around the country talking about dispute issues and also, also even starting some shows, you know, uh comedy. That's one of the things I want to do, is not just talk, but I also like to introduce maybe a uh a a, a comedian. Wow. Uh and I actually if there is one in particular, he's actually a comedian and a movie actor. Who's that? Danny Warburn?
1: What was it?
0: Danny Warburn.
1: Okay. And is he, is he someone with a person with disability?
0: I, yeah, well, he's a little person.
1: Oh, okay.
0: You know, I bet you've seen him around. He's, oh, yeah. he, he's done movies and things like that. If you saw his face, I
1: mean, you he's would like have you know, him oh, network. I know that guy. So, it's all, so you want to have like a variety network? All So not until news, sports, comedy? Yeah,
0: I want to try to get a whole bunch of things. And so I also want to show uh, basically people's talents and, you know, just from comedy, even uh, for, for an example of uh, maybe doing a, uh, well this is this is a stretch, but uh, like example, um, asking Arnold Schwarzenegger some questions. I know he's done, he's, I know for a fact he's, he's helped the uh, disability community. That's huh? one of the things I wouldn't mind. And also Chuck Norris, I know he's done a lot of things for people with disabilities. Those are two people that I wanted to meet personally.
1: Not, well, so, Connor, you know, we started this about a year ago, and Connor's had lots of different guests on, so I don't see why you can't have those two people on if they're cool, they'll come on i you know, who knows
0: oh it- dep- well also well, it also depends on how well they are, you know obviously you know for obvious reasons, you know, and yeah like getting older <laughs> and so well, so yeah. it so it depends on you know it depends yeah you, know, you know it depends on the health thing, you know
1: yeah, well no, that's
0: yeah, you know, it's you
1: know. But if this show goes like I think it's gonna go,
0: oh yeah, I think it's gonna go.
1: I'm begging to be on your show.
0: Oh yeah, I right? think a lot of people would.
1: Connor, I mean, you have people come up all the time, Connor, don't you, and say you want to be on the show? Con- tell uh, Daniel how cool it is when you're interviewing some of these people that, like, I don't know, he's he's a hockey. I don't know if you watch hockey. Well, you don't watch much TV, but Kevin Gorg uh, is one of the announcers for the Wild, the hockey team, and his Connor's dream was to have him on and. Tell, what was it like to interview someone like that connor?
3: it was a very special man to interview him.
1: were you nervous when you did that?
3: no I wasn't I thought I was expecting him him to come on
1: yeah that's the cool thing about connor he he does this show and lots of people listen and facebook live we do facebook live now and he doesn't get nervous but honestly daniel you're not you're not you don't seem nervous you're just we're just talking right
0: oh well, i maxie i actually I actually right now I'm getting more comfortable, but I can tell my tension's high, though.
1: So and how I, can you tell when that happens? Give us, the, oh. give us the warning signs.
0: It's just the fact that this is actually my, actually my first, you know, interactive talking to someone, and so what I haven't late, lately when I was doing recordings, I was just talking to a mic. Microphones don't microphones don't talk back.
1: No, that's not fun.
0: So don't, oh. don't to a microphone. No.
1: So how is this? I like it. Do you?
0: Yeah, of course. I like it.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, you got, like I said, you and Connor are doing great work. There's nothing to be nervous about. You're entertaining. Speaking of entertaining, um, and Facebook Live, uh, next time you're on Facebook Live, uh, Connor today did the moonwalk for everyone on Facebook Live, the dance. I highly recommend you watching it. Oh, that, that'd be cool. Yeah, it was cool. I was right there. It was awesome. Anything I don't you know I don't know how much time you want to spend today but anything else you guys want to chat about?
0: Not really. Uh, I pretty much I pretty much covered it. Uh so
1: maybe uh give us your uh you have a a website, right?
0: Oh yes, I do. Oh okay. The website is www.hoodwave.org.
1: What's on there, buddy?
0: Well, it is actually uh uh actually right now I have two podcasts. Okay basically interjections that's about it but now that this is going to be and this is going to be my actual first interactive so this is actually my first Mm -hmm. um, actual interview or um, co-host podcast
1: well I think it's a good start I really do I think it's going to be awesome Um, many more of these to come for sure we're thinking of doing it once a month right guys
3: yeah I
0: think so yeah, I wouldn't mind. Uh it's actually really up to Connor because, you know, I'm right now I'm pretty flexible. So if he wants to do more, you know, just go
3: ahead go and you know, just ask. I'm I'm open to it.
1: Connor's my boss, so whatever he tells me. I
3: do it, uh, I do it more if you want to, Scott.
1: Well, it's you two. I just, I'm just I think
3: think, uh, I think more is uh, better. I think one's one good to start. Well, you know, if we could start out and see how
0: it's like. You know, obviously I'm enjoying it. So,
1: good.
3: yeah, no, we'll,
0: it's going uh, to be up to it. Really, it's going to have to ask Connor's uh, schedule.
1: Yeah, he's he's a busy, popular dude, but you're going to be pretty popular once this gets out there, Daniel. I don't think you're going to need security quite yet, but you're probably going to need security eventually life
0: uh, what's so funny no nothing. i just need to get a robot okay I
1: asked <laughs> Connor so connor's birthday is in like six months but we start talking about it early if you could have anything when's your birthday by the way
0: oh it was august 19th
1: oh happy late birthday all right so now we have a whole year to plan this what do you what would be your ultimate birthday present
0: this ultimate Present, uh, birthday present is actually being able to get this whole way this radio off and actually off. I mean,
1: okay, so you two are, basically, all right. And he had a similar, he wanted a vaccine for COVID. So you two are probably the two nicest people I've ever met. But let's get real, let's get materialistic because that I can't really t- I mean, that's an awesome present, but I you sort of just did get this off the air, so you did sort of get that birthday present, right. You know, anything like what's like what's your dream thing that you want? Connor eventually told me drum set. You,
0: I want to be a, I want to be the best voiceover artist I can be. Really, because I've never done it before. And you know, you know, I, basically, I'll, I'll just tell you this right before we now, before we end this, uh, is that when I was it, when I was younger, I never really did anything I did a little bit of, you know stage stuff you know for school but when you know you know well, obviously because they went to class the whole class did it mm-hmm. I've never really uh, when it came to like acting or anything like that I never considered it because of my disability I thought if I got on stage that I would you know obviously when you're a teenager and you're young like that you kind of think that so i never Consider doing it because i was afraid to be rejected it's not really rejecting that of being on stage it has to be the fact of being rejected because of disability
1: took I, me a long time to get here <laughs> no listen first of all you two have proven that you don't take no as an answer you don't let people get you down you don't tell let people tell you no and eventually i mean it took you several years but uh i mean you're doing you're doing what you want to do like what you just explained to me i mean i don't know about the voiceover work but you like entertaining right and now you're doing it i mean think about it what you just told me you're doing now
0: yes i am i'm doing just fine
1: right, so you feel good you're proud of yourself you should be i'm
3: yeah. proud of Dan. i'm proud of daniel too
1: yeah and connor's the same way connor when katie knife and, and so is katie when katie and i first did the very first show with connor i said connor what do you what do you want to do for a job what'd you tell me connor
3: Radio show.
1: Going to have his own radio show, and you basically just said the same thing. And you two dudes have your own radio show. Does your is your family and your wife are they proud of you? Do they know what you're attempting to do here and now started doing?
0: Well, I, my 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 parents are aware of it. I actually have a uh, oh I'd say um, a box, and then my dad actually built it. Okay, uh, I didn't realize at the time, and he. Was on his hands and knees doing this thing. And obviously, he's, you know, he's not doing well, you know, physically. But the fact that he took his time to build this, you know, this, uh, uh, it's like a, um, what's the name I'm looking for? So,
1: studio, little studio.
0: It's a studio, but it's a, a voice box. Oh. It's almost like for soundproof. It's like a, it's like a closet, basically.
1: Well, that's, but how exciting. Now he's going to be able to, hear. I mean, he's going to be, they're going to be so proud of you. I mean, they're going to be able to hear this now whenever we get it up on, on your website and running. How awesome. Well, Connor, you guys have any closing? You know, so on Connor's show, we always do this. And I think you two really, especially what we, you know, getting to know you, Daniel, what are your messages for not just people with disabilities, but people, especially people with disabilities, what would you say to them about how they can live their life, what they should do? Do you two have a message today? Uh, for people, especially people with disabilities. My
0: message would not, don't give up. It is is—it is stressful. You know, try not to use your disability as an excuse because, you know, everybody goes through this thing and it's its tough. I mean, everybody can, you know, anyone who has a disability, it doesn't make a difference if a physical disability or intellectual when anyone has one. It, you know, you have your Bad days and good days and bad days.
3: Absolutely, and Connor. Um, I agree with Daniel. My message is: be who you are. Strength is better than weakness.
1: Absolutely, and I mean a day like today has got to make you both feel just awesome. I mean, you guys, you said, like you said to yourself, you know, it's it's very tough. It's difficult, and. and you know, Katie and I will never understand what you two go through, but uh, today's conversation—none of that mattered. It was just two dudes talking and having a, a great radio show. That'd be my message. Listen to the new show that's coming out on WFNU, ninety-four point one FM, and then Daniel, what's the name of this again?
0: Good Wave Disability Radio.
1: Good Wave Disability Radio. Well. Everybody, I, we're going to do it at least once a month to start, but I think this was an awesome start. We got to know everybody a little bit better, and um, thanks for inviting us, Daniel. This was great. You're very welcome. Connor? What? Any last words, buddy?
3: Yeah, thank you, Daniel. I very appreciate me coming on your show.
1: It's your show, too. It's the two of you. Yeah. You oh, get okay. good, good job like together. Again let see, talking over each other. That's a, that it's, it's weird on Zoom. It actually was pretty good considering, but I'm looking forward to the next show next month. Rock on. Rock on. We'll be back next month. See you, everyone.
0: See yeah. ya, Bye. Hoardwave Disability wants to thank you for taking interest on our podcast. And if you are interested in finding out more, please contact us at www.hoodwave.org. Again, that is www.hoodwave.org. You may also write to us and tell us your story at hoodwave.radio@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Again, that is hoodwave.radio@gmail.com. at gmail.com. You may also check out our blog at www.self-advocacytoday.com. Again, that is www.self-advocacytoday.com.